minute 10 of from rush with love my name is brian my name is brian and this is the podcast that takes the longest running smoothest suavest most debonair spy franchise around and shakes it out one minute at a time never stirred because this is bond minute bond and now I'm wondering, did you spoil stuff by calling her number one? No, because it said it, if you have if you watch this movie with the subtitles, it literally said number one, and then the line that she gave. Really? Yeah, in the last minute. Yeah, that's so weird because they. Yeah, so the subtitles spoiled it. They were calling. Well, she's number three, right? Is she number three? I thought she was number one because unless it's unless they're referring to Blofeld. Oh, I see where. Yeah, they're they're referring to Blofeld because he's. It says number one Siamese fighting fish, fascinating creatures. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she's number. So she's number three. Three. Uh, chess master is number five, and uh, Blofeld's number one, which I think is smart. Just going yeah. by numbers to keep anonymity. Yeah, and any any fan of the franchise knows that Blofeld sticks around for quite a while. So, <laughs> yeah, um, that's what that's what surprised <laughs> me when he was called number one. I was like, shit, what? Yeah, well, I thought she was number one, like his his number one. You know what I mean? But gotcha. I, I guess um, the subtitles messed me up a little bit there. Um. All right. So, what happened in this minute, sir? Um, we kind of find out roughly um, an evil plan to steal the the newest uh, Lecter decoding machine. Um, where they are going to both con- both deceive the British and the Russian intelligence um, by using a consulate from the Turkish embassy to steal this lector machine. We we also got a uh, a little bit of info about why she may not have heard the story before because he said our organization did not arrange for you to come over from the Russians for you just for amusement so and then and then <laughs> they make an amusement into the chess game what's up because um then they make the amusement part out of the chess game so they they take that line and like two lines later um she says something about like oh or for a chess game or something like that yeah uh wait i just found a continuity error so remember uh, in last minute i was joking that his uh signet ring was on his right hand and he was a kingsman agent at around eight seconds we get a close-up of him hitting the buzzer and it looks like a left hand with the specter signet ring and then when we cut that, over it's uh, back on his right hand yeah they so show they, they, they want to show you the giant octopus on, the, on his hand yeah but it seems uh Hmm. It just must have been some weird continuity. I think they may have flipped this frame. You know what I mean? Like just yeah, horizontally look, flipped it. Yeah, to make it look different, so that way they don't have to keep shooting. But that's uh, it's just bad. Such bad continuity. It's just <laughs> why is, it, did they do it like 60s. that? It's just so easy. It's just even if they f- filmed the wrong hand for that close up, just horizontally flip the frames. You're done. No. Yeah, they also don't expect people to go minute by minute breaking down scene by scene. So they they didn't know what a podcast was or the internet. So here they we didn't, are. Apparently, they didn't even know what Kingsman was. They're not appreciate. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then all of a sudden, blind spotting, and boom, Charlie Bartlett par- appears. Boom, we're over. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, Mr. Kronstein is the director of planning. Uh, which is appropriate considering his uh, his chess. Yep, his chess ability. Yeah. Um, and now they're gonna play. What is it? The Russians and the British Secret Service against each other. I'm guessing. Yep. Yep. 
I mean, that's what their that's what their plan is. Yeah. Um, to to you kind of use they they'll be using both of them without them knowing that they're using them to steal the the new Lecter machine. But they need a a woman from the Turkish consulate, a, a Russian Russian from the Turkish consulate. Is it because they need to get Bond's attention? So they need a woman. Is yes. that? Yeah, is that's that... probably it. That's probably it. Now I don't uh, believe that that's it because you said yes and you know what's going to happen. So you wouldn't agree if it was a true spoiler. You'd say maybe. Maybe. Maybe they need a pretty woman in this movie to be a Bond girl. I don't know. I mean, they already got a a, a hot 10 in number three. Just yeah. All, all, both hands. Both hands and the fingers up. <laughs> both both hands if you're like 60. <laughs> A smoke show with drawn on eyebrows. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna I'm just gonna call it. Whoever's petting that cat is not Blofeld. She'll die before the end, and she's just gonna rip off a wig. And she's going to be like Lex Luthor in the worst Superman movie I've ever seen. The returning one. Uh, and just ri- rip off that wig and be like, excellent. The returning one. Not Return of Superman. Just Superman. The returning one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Superman Returns is the one I was referencing. But it, that one was directed by Blyan, uh Not Karaoke. So fuck him. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is why we needed Zack Schneider earlier. Yeah. With the uh, with the space of Kev's as that Lex Luthor, so double double bad. Uh, anywho, yeah, yeah, Rosa Kleb is her name. This uh, number three's name. Yep, Spectre Spectre Agent number three, Rosa Kleb, played by a uh, lot of Leanne, Leah, Lena, lot of Lena. So, in your opinion, do you think they actually filmed on a boat or? did they just tip the uh the camera every once in a while because i'm seeing a very smooth dolly shot around like five ten seconds and then when he enters it's swaying but then there's a lot of like tripod shots that are not moving with any type of sway and then at how many seconds 41 seconds i see the light in the background kind of shifting as though the boat is shifting in water um i would say they probably just moved the camera around i doubt they i doubt they filmed on a boat um i mean they have access to the giant studio sets in in london i can't imagine they actually filmed that on a boat yeah it's it's yeah i will say it's weird though because around that 41 second mark the light is shifting and then at the end with the same shot on or a similar shot but closer in the light is not shifting at all so uh they just put a little dash a little sprinkle of it in. instead of <laughs> instead of keeping it as consistent as the uh gore verbinski pirates movies did yeah um yeah i would i would say more than likely they didn't film this on a boat it's probably just easier um more room you know stuff to do stuff like that actually i found that this set cost two hundred thousand dollars to make really no i'm kidding <laughs> oh, i was gonna say because there's two there's one eighth of the budget between <laughs> Jesse in this scene, we're for one eighth of the budget spent. We haven't even paid an actor yet. I forgot about the actors, just like Alfred Hitchcock does. <laughs> give, them, give them credits. Just give them the credits. They're cattle. I just push them around. Um, buy, yeah. buy, buy them on the points of the movie. <laughs> uh, what was the thing that uh, 
what was her name? Fran or from the Austin Powers movies that looks like number three? Frau. What what was the thing she used to yell? Oh man. It's been so long since I've seen this movie. Yeah, we'll have to check it out one of these days. Yeah, as as like a because it's it literally just rips like <laughs> these first these first couple um Austin or first couple James Bond movies. Parody. Like, yeah, <laughs> barely. You, what what was that TV show where they uh, go around helping struggling businesses with horrible ideas and they made a Starbucks, but they did just enough to appeal to parody law and they called everything dumb, dumb Starbucks, dumb strawberry and cream frappuccino, dumb coffee. <laughs> <laughs> we finally find out the the evil plan, which is pretty quick in a movie that typically you don't find out this until towards towards the climax or. You know, when you finally capture James Bond, instead of killing him, you put him in some elaborate trap and then don't kill him. Tell him you're going to and let him escape. Um, so it's kind of weird that they tell you so early in the movie. That may, That's a good point. Because, yeah, I even remember, uh, what is it? Dr. No's plan, I think, was explained within the last 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you're confused <laughs> the whole movie. You just yeah. know Dr. No's bad. And he lives on an island with a dragon. And then, like, the last 10 minutes, you tell everybody exactly what your plan is. Even then, it's not very clear. All right. So, uh, before we wrap up, I just want to say that show that did dumb Starbucks was Nathan for you. Um, it's it's weird, but I'd recommend it. It's a weird concoction. Unusual. Because yeah. Adam ruins everything, and so does this guy. <laughs> yeah, those are two stellar shows especially adam burns everything my name is brad my name is brian and that was money every penny of it sean or yeah sean connery received a hundred thousand dollars along with his fifty four thousand dollars salary what is what does that mean um he he got sean connery got a bonus a hundred thousand dollar bonus but he only was salaried to make fifty four thousand dollars for this movie Okay, was that bonus tied to something, or was it like a like a split of the royalties? Uh, probably a split. It just says an, there was also an approved bonus for Sean Connery. Yeah, well, no approved bonus. Um, let's see. Following the financial success of Doctor No, United Artists greenlit a second James Bond film. The studio doubled the budget offered to Eon Productions with two million dollars, and also approved bonus for Sean Connery, who would receive a hundred thousand dollars along with his fifty-four thousand dollars salary so yeah good for him yeah no no i'm, I, I'm not, not hating jealous on yeah i'm not i'm not hating <laughs> on the man i'm not gonna say that back in 1963 he makes more than i do in 2022 2022 but you know yeah. whatever no big yeah. deal the median income uh in the u.s is like thirty-five thousand dollars. no yeah. no bigs yeah not a big deal it's <laughs> 60 years ago he's making more than i am now <laughs> not even adjusting for inflation yeah crazy <laughs> that, you that, know was like the, that was like the best thing to come out of hawkeye <laughs> you, you, you know, was yelena whatever her name is oh yeah uh, she was in uh black widow as well if you haven't seen that yeah. but um we just watched it um last week yeah you know what I, i'll say this to sean connery i hope i wish him a long and fruitful life ahead of him for all his success from this movie on from, from this movie from, 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 the, from this day on right this day that we're recording january 24th 2022 jesus christ 2022 already yeah about that 
I, th- I thought I was going to do a spicy little joke, and then that, that just dep- got all depressed remembering what fucking year in this pandemic we're in. Yeah, year three. <laughs> okay, this is minute 11. <laughs> Dr. No, I'm going to watch the minute before I start crying. Dr. No. Shit. Yeah, from Russia with love.